0: This is Valerie Ayello, and you are listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back, y'all, and hanging out. So I'm back for another show. I realized, I sort of already did realize, but I've extra noticed the fact that if I try to come with a show... If I tell myself, okay, I'm going to research that and then come do a show on it, that never happens. And then I kind of – it almost creates like a block for me to make this show because I'm thinking, oh, I got to spend an hour researching that. And then it just seems to be like a domino effect of constantly getting distracted with other things that's keeping me away from the like hour – time that i want to spend researching something so that i could come here with something valuable and it ends up kind of sabotaging me in a way i know that seems really weird that preparing is sabotaging actually getting it done but it is and you know i know some other shows might be that might sound insane I know for something like a, an interview podcast type of show, you know, you might want to get some hard-hitting questions that you might want to ask somebody. But at the same time, you do kind of just want to come in with a clean slate and go with the flow. You know, I guess unless you're trying to do journalism and you need some gotcha questions, so you're st- staying two he- two steps ahead of whoever you're interviewing to make sure that you get your questions answered but at the same time I feel like this feels like I just kind of I have to sit down and roll with it because I think it's more about personality and what can I come and talk about for five minutes at any point in time and just get it done and I think as I get better making a show trying to make this entertaining in some way trying to make it valuable I think then I can focus on, okay, this is what's valuable. Let me work on this. Let me uh, let me have real plans. I think at this point, I just really need to get better at no agenda, just coming and sitting down and figuring out what I'm going to talk to you guys for five minutes. That could be valuable. So I think I got to get that back into my head, and I've got to kind of come out of the... I need to have a plan. I need to make it really good. I think I'm I'm just not there yet. One thing I did do, so I set up my Gumroad. So Gumroad is a company created by Sahil Lavinia, Lavinia I'm not pronouncing his name right. I should have looked that up before I, you know, said, decided to say his name. But uh, his name, his first name is Sahil. So I really recommend that you look up Sahil and Gumroad, he's a Gumroad founder, and just research his story. He is, he started working on the Pinterest app, I think when he was just freshly 18, you know, his career just kind of grew from there. Just hearing him talk and seeing his product that he's made with Gumroad. So Gumroad is an e-commerce store for digital downloads and digital products, and yeah, it's just I feel like he really knows his customer. He's really creating a product f- specifically for a certain customer, which I feel like could be me if it all works out. And I'm, I'm testing it out. So, um, yeah, I would definitely, you know, it's an American company, so I feel like the whole TikTok thing is not going to happen to Gumroad, hopefully. You know, it's similar to... Shopify, but just a little bit different. Um, you could put c- courses on there, ebooks, music, movies. It's really up to your creative imagination and what you can create, I think, as far as digital products go. And I, I'm not sure exactly if they're going to be adding physical products or if they already have, but right now I'm just focusing on, you know, if I'm a content creator and I'm making a show... Where can I accept show donations? And where can I have a membership site? So I really don't want to use Patreon. Patreon is a membership site for creators. And I think there's this guy in this band that is one of the founders of that. But I I could be wrong on that. But I think he is in this one band that pretty much got famous from doing covers on YouTube. But um, yeah, I just... There's something weird about Patreon and all the negativity surrounding the company, and they might be being sued right now, so they could go under any minute unless they sell. Just a lot of drama. So I just kind of don't want to focus on Patreon. And even though it's a really great idea and possibly a totally fine company, it's just I, f- I really gravitate towards Gumroad and what they're doing for me. So, I have created a Gemroad profile for myself. So, I think if you go into Gemroad and you search my name, Valerie Aiello, you should be able to find my profile. And um and I've started two products and I'm really getting ahead of myself with starting these products, but I'm really trying to just get ahead of everything. So, I I don't know if anyone is ever going to use this or want to be in a membership site for me, since I've only had a show for two months, but I'm just trying to figure out my systems, figure out what's what's fun and what's valuable and all that crap. So I've created one product called Buy Me Coffee. Buy Me Coffee is something that um, creators are doing, and it's an actual store called Buy Me Coffee where you can donate or $2 or $3 to somebody. And it's basically buying someone a virtual coffee as a donation. It's just a fun way to say, donate to this show. You know, this show is, this show exists because of creators like you. You know, the kind of PBS mentality of this is public. This show is for the public. It's supposed to be helpful in some way. And if you find value in it, you can send me coffee. You know, which is really money, but, you know, the metaphor of just simply like finding value in something and saying, like, I'm going to send that person $1 or $3 or $5. And. Uh, Just kind of a one-time thing if you find value. Because I've done that before, usually through PayPal. If I've liked somebody's YouTube video or something like that, and at the end of their video, they say, donate through PayPal for this show. And, you know, I've done it before. I don't keep much money in my PayPal account. So it's like, okay, I'll send you a dollar. There's three dollars in there. I'll send that to you. So I've done it before, and I felt good about it. So I wanted to have something... Just a one-time donation for myself. So I don't have Netflix. I don't really watch TV. I don't have cable. I don't have anything like that. So I kind of like the idea of if I watch a show every day and it's free, maybe I can, you know, as a charity or sort of a tithing, kind of giving back to the community. I, I, um, I like the idea of like a $3 monthly membership to somebody. I like the idea of Patreon to where I can load up 10 bucks and I can give $1 to 10 people. But at the same time, I like the idea of Gumroad to where I'm just in control of it. I'm collecting, you know, the audience. I'm collecting my members and I'm in full control rather than another company being in you know, having all the contact and all that stuff. So anyway, I've created my membership platform and I've created my one-time show donation platform using Gumroad. I feel pretty safe. So Gumroad collects all the money and then after a certain amount of time, I guess people might be allowed to ask for a refund or something like that. And after a certain amount of time, Gumroad releases the funds to the account, so to my account, the creator. I really, I like that process. I like it much better than accepting stuff on PayPal. It just seems easier. I'm going for it. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself, and no one's probably going to buy me coffee or join my membership, a monthly membership. But I feel like I'm just sort of living as if and being rather than waiting around. I'm just getting everything prepared because... I think we all could have this in our lives, where we're monetizing our social media, showing off our personality, and learning and growing together with the internet, our internet friends. It's um, you and me, you know, the one person that's probably listening to this today, and I appreciate it, and I'm trying to get better, and I'm trying to bring, bring it. Okay, so I wanted to talk about the Gumroad stuff um, and just remind y'all to research Sahil and just get to know him and see if you like the Gumroad platform and let me know what you think. Um, I was, I mentioned the last show about watching the reaction videos to people discovering the Kenny Rogers song Lady. So it's kind of funny to watch young people discover music that you feel like everyone should know. So it is entertaining to watch all the reaction videos. But with my prediction with the music industry where old stuff is gonna hit number one has happened. So there's uh, these two twins on YouTube and they react to the Phil Collins song In the Air tonight. And that song went to number two on the iTunes download. I don't know if it's like on the charts again, but it's a 30-year-old song that people are buying again because these twins did a reaction video. And that's like crazy. There's no amount of money or promotion that Phil Collins could have done to bring one of his old songs back into the charts. I guess sometimes there was that Disney movie called Sing. I didn't see the movie, but... My niece and nephew all of a sudden knew all these old songs, all the l- lyrics, and they were going around singing them because I think Disney put um, all these old songs into this movie called Sing. And so that was really funny to see little, you know, six year olds singing rock songs that there's no way they could have ever heard before. Um, but I feel like this reaction video phenomenon that's happening and people really. In- discovering old bands and really great music, I feel like that is the future. So if you have a band and you have old music, um, I think there's a possibility you could bring back old stuff. Don't feel like, oh, I I made that record in 2000 and no one's ever going to care again. It could be worthwhile to remarket old stuff, write new music, you know, sell an entire catalog new and old so I just wanted to mention that uh, definitely look up in the air tonight twins reaction so it's not the funniest reaction in the world but the fact that they just made Phil Collins who knows how much money is pretty funny and it's pretty awesome and I hope Phil Collins sends them something because that was that's magical what they did All right, I think um, that that was like the main things to talk about today. I'm really focusing on making money with my brain. You know, a lot of people are going to be out of jobs, out of stimulus checks, out of unemployment checks, out of a lot, and I feel like if everyone could just take a minute and figure out how they can make money with their brain with their talents without a paycheck even without client work I think you know there's a bridge sometimes that you you need to figure out okay I'm not getting a paycheck how do I make money and it's a really easy bridge to go to client work but for some that's going to be the most perfect thing that's ever happened and for others that's just going to be another way you're buying yourself a job Plus, it's not a guaranteed paycheck, so there's like zero relaxation time when you are out finding client work. And, you know, it's everyone's different, and everyone's skills are different, and everyone's skills, everyone can bring value in some way. And I think having a job is awesome, but I think it's going to be really important to have 10 revenue streams. And I mean 10. I used to say five, but now the apocalypse hit. I think it's pretty much you need 10 revenue streams. And some of them can be long-term revenue streams to where it's, um, you know, you might not make money for 10 years on something. But after 10 years and working on it and working hard, it's just like a mountain of cash comes sliding towards you. So, you know, don't, I think, dream big. Figure out 10 revenue streams you can do without a job, without a paycheck, without clients, all included in that. It's okay if, if a job's definitely a part of your plan. It's definitely okay if client work's a part of your plan. But I think you should have some where there's no safety net. Like what can you, what money can you generate with just you and no one else helping you? So I think... If that seems crazy, I think royalties is the answer. So creating one a product once and selling it over and over again. If you're into investing, that's one way. If you know what you're doing and you always want to invest in things you understand. And real estate can be something you do once and it brings in money all the time. So through rent or... Buying the cheapest house in the neighborhood and moving every two years, hoping that you're making profit every time you move. I know people who do that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's you can get creative. And I think creativity with revenue streams is what everyone needs to focus on right now. So I think that's it for the show. Check out my buy me coffee link if you found value in today and you want to support the show and I still don't know how to end the show. So I'm just going to play the music.